0: and we are back thank you so much for joining us today it is Sunday hopefully your Sunday is going well. Maybe it's not Sunday whenever you're listening to this, and that's okay with me. Uh, but regardless, we are here, ready to rock and roll. Episode number five. We're going to talk about what the soul needs to survive on episode five. Uh, we're going to keep talking about the soul. We're going to get into a conversation today that's uh, maybe a little bit more. I don't want to. I don't want to say down to earth in the fact that the that the other episodes have not been, but this one definitely really is down to earth and in the fact that I think it applies to almost anybody, anywhere, all the time. And no, I'm not just simply talking about the efforts of wordplay, as you can tell by the title. I know that some uh, wordplay action is afoot, but regardless, um, we wanted to talk today about maybe the understanding of being both paranoid and or paranoid or if there are differences or how we can combat them and just kind of open the conversation about that uh, not just specific for whether or not you're one to pray often but also just in regards to your overall dealings in life and the day ins and day outs of what it means to live on this planet together i know that all of us go through exactly what we're going to talk about going through on this episode And so I'm excited to get into it. Essentially what it's going to be about today is talking on the times maybe when things don't go as we planned that they would go. Um, I know that anyone in the room would be able to if you were here in the room with me. Of course we wouldn't be able to have more than 10 people but regardless uh, if you were here with me you could probably give me 30 examples of a time when things maybe didn't go the way you had planned. And I'm sure that I could drum up a few examples myself. In fact, I wanted to kind of start off the episode to talk to you about some personal experiences and personalize a little bit as far as what I'm talking about, just so that we can dive real quick right into today's episode. Essentially, what it's all going to be about is uh, talking about being annoyed when you pray, but it doesn't go the way you wanted it to, not just specific for your prayers, but just for your life in general. Uh stick around for the soul but uh for the soul I must said soul binge for the sole purpose of this episode at the end, it's gonna be a good one. And we do appreciate all of you who are consistently listening. It does mean a lot. So for myself, obviously, like I said a minute ago, anyone can give an example of what I'm talking about when maybe things in life aren't going the way you want or the way that you plan. Um, I know that even more specifically than that because that is such a common thing just day in and day out it happens all the time for some people you might have that perception of life that it's constantly going just like that where it's never going the way you planned uh i heard a quote forever ago that basically said the only thing that stays the same is change and i think that in the same vein of that there's truth to know that um a lot of times the plan for life is that it goes against your plans you know what i mean and That is unfortunately very common, but there are ways to combat the fact that that happens and still come out on top and come out with your soul prospering and you're not feeling defeated by the end of it all. And that's how we want to kind of approach things for uh, today. But to give you a real-life example for for myself and maybe my wife Ashlyn, when we were deciding on where we would end up moving after our wedding and whatnot, we actually moved before the wedding, but when we were making arrangements, we originally planned on moving after the wedding. Um, we had the wedding up in Kansas City, Kansas City, and then we moved to San Antonio shortly after that. But we technically moved everything down here beforehand. Well, one of the things that sort of took place that um, that that really shaped that decision on where we would end up was a lot of different things that we experienced back in kansas city that you know we're not going to talk about all the details of it and whatnot because we don't want to give too much attention to the negative aspects of the story because that's not the reason for telling the story but there were definitely experiences that both my wife and i had before we were married that resulted in what could have very easily been a strong offense or bitterness and we're not offended or bitter um i know that that's what offended and bitter people say, but regardless, um, you know, we, we really don't live our lives offended or walking around with that held over our heads, but we definitely went through some things that sort of pulled us and pulled me away from what I really thought my life was supposed to turn into. I mean, good Lord. Like if you asked me eight years ago, eight and a half years ago, what my life would look like in eight years, I would not have told you that even San Antonio would have came into the picture at all in that conversation. Um, I've always wanted to do church-related work and uh, church ministry in the area of working with young people and in music, and we're doing that very thing here in San Antonio. So you could almost say that the plan itself ended up unfolding and the end result took place how you maybe saw it before, but the process of getting there was just so totally different, and it came with a lot of uh, situations where it seemed like the plans were were maybe falling apart, and and I'm not just talking about like whenever you're dealing with something where it seems like your things aren't going the way you plan. But I'm talking about where your plans are working against you almost. And we definitely went through that, my wife and I, with some experiences um, in in Kansas City. I I can say this. I won't say too much about those experiences, but I will say this: it's a shame whenever people get in the way between you and God. You know, I, I've often said that the worst part about church is the people. Uh, And I think that's hopefully something that you're laughing with me about because it's, you know, ironic that the church is made up of people and made up of imperfect people, and that's the beauty of the church. But that's also what can be wrong with it sometimes whenever people want to get in the way and get between you and God. And that's certainly what the attempt was by some whenever things were uh, becoming dismantled from where we were at up in Kansas City, and things were seemingly falling apart from how they should have been. And at the time, I could have very easily blamed uh, blamed the devil for it or blamed certain people for it or whatever. But if God ultimately accomplishes his will through it, I think that there can be a solid argument made to say that, you know, maybe it wasn't the devil that did it. I mean, it's a biblical idea to say that God would either, at the very least, use what the enemy did... And use it for good. That's biblical. But it's also biblical to say that maybe God was just the one doing it the whole time, um, separating you from what you thought you wanted, in order to get you where you really needed to be. And that's a huge uh, benefit for your soul to to understand that, especially when you're in the middle of dealing with something. I mean, when you think about dealing with something, look at where the world is today, right now, in this current season. We're all in with the COVID-19 sweeping over the nation and the coronavirus just taking over every part of of all of our lives in some way, shape, or form. It's affecting everybody. Hopefully, it's not affecting you in the in the fashion of actually getting you sick necessarily. But I can definitely say with pretty strong confidence that it's probably affecting your livelihood in some way, shape, or form. I mean, it's affecting you know just every every single part of. I gotta turn that off. It's affecting every single part of of some people's lives. It's affecting little parts of other people's lives, but it's still affecting everybody. And I can tell you right now, six months ago, since months ago, nobody planned for this to happen. Nobody had this in their plans for this to take place. And everything come to a screeching halt with the year 2020. It was supposed to be my year, man. Like that kind of idea. That's just flushed down the toilet for now. Anyway, but. Things are just not going as we plan, and it affects little areas and other areas that are bigger than some in all of our lives, and it just gives you that overall feeling like, man, things are just not going like I wanted them to, you know what I mean? Um, I specifically, and I wanted to make this point, um, I specifically feel really bad for for the students that are supposed to be graduating this year. You know, and and for small businesses as well, I don't relate to, or excuse me, I do relate to both of those aspects. I don't relate to students graduating because I'm graduating from anything this summer, but we are youth pastors. We have students literally in our youth group that are going to be graduating out of high school this year. And having to go through the crisis that the world's going through right now where schools have now been shut down for the rest of the remaining school year, that's a big, big deal. The small business thing I relate to because the automotive industry that I'm involved with, I I work for a small business, and it's not affecting us in the way where we've had to shut the doors, but it's definitely affect the overall uh, process of doing business. Business as usual went out the window as soon as the shutdown took place, and so things are just definitely not going like we planned. To make it even more specific as far as the automotive industry, March and April is whenever business is supposed to start booming again because the winter time frame and the holiday season and whatnot slows us all down, uh, as it does for most industries, except for retail, and it was supposed to turn around in a positive way, and then all of a sudden March comes, and now April, and it's just different. It's not how we planned for it to go. Um, I also kind of feel real bad for just, you know, people that are going through the bigger life changes, too. Like, I know people that are uh, scheduled to get married that have postponed the wedding, some that were supposed to get married and they went through with it and they did it on a Facebook live like that's not a part of their plan or what it wasn't at that one point, or how about the churches that maybe they started last year and and they for sure didn't expect to see their first Easter to go the way that it went having to go completely online only. Now I commend these churches for doing things big and for for really um, answering the call to continue to move forward and whatnot. I know our churches. Gone to online way, and it's been a blessing to see it take place and to see our pastors and our church families stay consistent and stay connected. But it definitely wasn't in the plans, like 100%. The reason that the episode is called Prayer Annoyed is that for the believer, the most proper example of a situation not going your way is when you pray and you end up feeling more annoyed by the outcome than you felt relieved from having prayed. And I guess I can explain a little bit what I mean by that. Like, whenever you're praying for something, and it's kind of self-explanatory, but whenever you're praying for something to go a certain way, and it just doesn't go that way at all, and it goes maybe even the opposite way of what you prayed for, it. I don't want to say that it damages anybody's faith. I guess it can. I know, like, for me, it's not necessarily damaged my faith when something like that happens, but I've experienced that thing happening. And it, for sure, at the very least, challenges you. And you could always... Use that, you know, specific um, interpretation of whatever you're dealing with and be intentional about it and have the right perspective and whatnot. And I think that that's ultimately God's will is for us to constantly be challenging our perspectives to see things correct. But when you're praying for something and it doesn't go the way you want, or maybe it goes the exact opposite of how you want it to. You know, from the biggest thing of, you know, I've got someone who is lying on their deathbed and I'm praying that they are healed or all the way down to God, I just I'm praying that I have nothing stressful take place today. And then you lose that loved one or literally the first thing that happens at work that day stresses you out completely. You know what I mean? Like just and everything in between dealing with those issues of of having prayed for something and and it doesn't go the way you prayed for it, it it can at the very least affect the way that you're going to approach prayer the next time. And it shouldn't. It doesn't need to. Um, but but that's kind of what I mean by being prayer annoyed. And for a lot of us, because we all know you know, specific examples of what we could share if we were in the room together right now, as far as maybe a time when a plan didn't go like what we had, had hoped for, it can affect the way that you see... Uh, see yourself making plans in the future and it can give you this sense that maybe yeah you can hope for things to work out but it probably won't and that's where paranoia for real comes into the picture but since we kind of know all about that and that's like such a common thing that everyone deals with and since there is a lot of uh, examples that you yourself listening to this can think about for your own life I didn't necessarily today want to talk to y'all about um, the breakdown of what that looks like or what that means all the way. I know we've done that for now nearly 15 minutes or so, but um, I didn't want to go any further than that. And I just wanted to kind of give you an idea of maybe this constant uh, thing that wants to always get in your way, which is the issue of either paranoia or can we say paranoia? Um, right now you're thinking, that Alanoia, that's what you're thinking right now, but um, you can take what you know about that already from having experienced it and being a human being living on this planet with us um, and and you can just make it real for yourself. But instead of talking more so about what that looks like and diving so deeply into it that we just all leave this episode feeling negative and frustrated, um, I wanted to talk to you all about some ways that we can challenge our perspective and sort of combat the very issue itself. So I wrote down three reminders that I wanted to share with y'all uh, that it's okay even when it's not going like I planned. These are three reminders that it's okay even when it's not going like you planned. We'll jump right into it. This is gonna be kind of the big bulk of the episode and the main reason why we're why we're here today talking. Uh, the first one, it might be a little cliche. you might you might have even heard this before somewhere, but here's the first one. Here's the first reminder, life isn't the destination but it is the journey. I know you know what that means. I know you've heard that a million times, but I'm here to remind you again. I'm not giving you new information. I'm here to remind you that life is not just a destination, but it is the journey. It's more so the journey. A good example of this, a pastor once said that you can... uh, pray for a certain job, and you pray for that job, and you want that job so badly, and you reach out to them, and you go to the interview, and you give your best, and you call them back, and you follow up with them, and you're consistent with it, and you're just praying, God, God, I really want this job, I really want this job, and then you get the job, and now it's yours, and you got this job, and man, now, now I gotta, now I gotta go to work every day, like, <laughs> if you treat, if you treated the job, getting the job like it was the destination, then you get there and you realize, oh, maybe either it wasn't all that it was cracked up to be, or at the very least, you're kind of just like, okay, now what, you know? And that is one big thing whenever it comes to our prayers or whenever it comes to our plans, that whenever we treat it like it's the destination itself, you know, you can plan all summer long for that trip and that vacation to happen. And you become so caught up in the, the, the practice of making the plans for it that when you get there you can't even enjoy the vacation that you took because it's so much not going like you planned for it to when you should just be chilling out for a minute taking a step back and just relaxing and enjoy your vacation you know like don't worry about it not going the way that you planned because life isn't even the and it's not even the destination it's the journey that we're all on um, you gotta enjoy those steps along the way the second one And this one here I'm not even going to expound on. Because I know you'll know what I mean. The second reminder that it's okay when it's maybe not going as you planned. Who said that your plans were best? I'll ask you again. Who said that your plans were best? I said I wasn't going to expound on it. And I'm not. The third one. (laughs) The third and final reminder... The process can either breed frustration or appreciation. Now on this reminder, kind of to mix it with this one and the second one, I can tell you straight up that if you get so caught up in thinking that your plans are the best, that you will experience life, it won't go as you planned, and you'll walk away not having enjoyed it as much as you could have because it didn't go your way. And I'm telling you, Whenever it comes to God If you're a believer like I am God normally has a better plan than I do And I'm okay with understanding Him to, to fulfill his plan Before and above mine And even if it's in spite of mine A good scripture example of this Would be whenever you're looking at the storyline of, of Jonah He didn't want to go to Nineveh And preach the gospel there Because he thought they weren't worthy of hearing it And eventually he had to have a conversation with God That that. Resulted in God telling them that these are people too And they need to hear about who I am And the fact that they need me in their lives But that conversation didn't happen until A couple things took place for Jonah The first one is that it says God provided a leafy plant To shade his head while he was uh, in the hot sun And then God provided a worm to go and eat the stem of that plant So the plant would wither away and die And then all of a sudden Jonah gets mad and starts yelling at God And that's when God responds with the big, the big main point. Hey, there are people here that need to know who I am. Um, and you need to go and tell them about me. It says that God provided the plant. That's great. Love it when God provides the plant, but then it says that God provided the worm, that that God provided the worm to eat the stem of the plant. And now it goes away creating space or an opportunity for me to become angry with God. And then tell him about it, and then he can tell me what he's been wanting to tell me this whole time. But he wasn't going to interrupt my, my, uh, my plans just so abruptly. He's going to actually make the plans work against me a little bit. The plans, or in this case, the plants. Ha ha ha! He's going to make it work kind of against me if he has to in order to wake me up enough to listen to what he's been trying to say this whole time. And that's a big deal. Like, I got to tell you this: if that if you're mad at God that doesn't mean you don't pray. In fact, when you're mad at God, you should specifically pray because at least you're still praying. You might be mad at God. You might be frustrated at what's going on, but at least it starts the conversation again where you can go to Him and talk to Him. And along with that concept, whenever we're looking at either ending the whole process in frustration or appreciation, there are uh, ultimately three ways that you can go about doing that. And that is to have conversation with God or communication with God. We talked about that a second ago, communication with others. That's a good one. And then communication with yourself. You need to have all three parts of your lives constantly active. You need to be talking to God about what's going on. Even when you're mad, you need to be talking to other people around you, people in your community and your circle that you can reach out to When things aren't going like you had planned for them to go so that way you're not just stuck with your own thoughts but then conversely on the opposite side of that you need to have your own thoughts continue to stay in check you need to be communicating with yourself so that you can realize that it's not a bad thing to plan but it's a worse thing to take your plan assume that it's best watch it all come crashing down and then be frustrated at life because it didn't go your way don't get paranoid when things are happening in your life continue to pray anyway i I told the youth group at our church this before but whenever we pray the the relief that should take place should take place from us praying not from our prayers being answered the relief that comes comes whenever we have prayed and we've reached out to god and we've continued that conversation with him because he's always speaking to us but it's Usually, a, a shortage on our side of the, of the communication line there where we need to be talking more to him and I'm telling you the relief needs to be that you prayed not that you got an answer to your prayer necessarily the fact that we have an opportunity to pray to God in the first place is just such a big blessing that we miss a lot of the time because it doesn't maybe go our way all the time um, let's see here I, I, I have two quotes for you Before we get to the verse I wanted to share and then the sole purpose for this episode, we'll be wrapping it up pretty soon here. The first quote speaks for itself. I'm not going to expound too much on it. Uh, Bill Johnson said it this way. He said that some unanswered prayers are simply because God wants to do more than something for us. He wants to do something through us. That's a good one. That's a real big, big deal. Um, He wants to do things through you, not just for you all the time. Uh, the second quote here by Charles R. Swindle He says that life is 10% what happens to me And 90% how I react to it I have told the youth group this over and over again You've heard it your whole life, I've heard it my whole life It's not what happens to you, it's how you respond I've even heard some pastors say that my only responsibility is my response Which is to say that you've got you know, a, a lot of life happening to you Maybe in one big lump sum happening at the same time your response to what's taking place is what matters the most 100 percent, your response matters the most there and your response with the proper perspective that life doesn't have to go my way just because it was my way is going to help change a lot of that for you so with that being said i wanted to read y'all a verse from first corinthians chapter 3 verse 6 and it's paul talking and he said that one man waters Another man plants, but God gives the increase. I kind of read that backwards. It's actually the other way. One man plants, another one waters, but God gives the increase. We could talk for a whole other 35 minutes about that, but we're not going to for sake of time. But understand that whatever happens in your life, all of what happens in your life, the increase comes from God. It is God that does it. It might be God doing it through somebody else or through you or through the gifts he's given you or whatever. But whatever happens provision-wise comes from God. That doesn't mean you don't go out and water and plant like you're supposed to. That means that whenever you go out and you water and you plant, you understand, number one, I'm doing this with a purpose so that God can can fulfill what he started and finish what he started. But then secondly, the pressure is off as far as things going my way because I'm not the one giving the increase anyway at the end of the day. It's all simple stuff, y'all. It's all simple stuff simple enough that we can maybe forget about it. It's very important though for the quality and conditioning of your soul, that you understand that these perspective uh, decisions, because it really is a decision to see things these uh, see things this way, it's very important to know that that life is going to consistently happen to you. but but making sure that you don't see it as being the destination when it takes place, when it happens, your story's not over just because it you know didn't go the way you wanted it to and then understanding that the increase that's going to take place is only going to happen because God did it in the first place, then you really do understand at that point that my responsibility the whole time was how I reacted to what's taking place in my life and the fact that maybe God was trying to do something through me. Um, It all all makes sense to me anyway, but but regardless, man, the sole purpose for today's episode, real simple, communication with God, with others and yourself will impact more of your experiences than life itself. Whenever you're talking to God consistently, when you have people around you can reach out to, whenever you are talking with yourself and staying open and aware of yourself and where you're at, keeping yourself in check, all of those processes will impact your experiences more than life itself because you'll have the proper lens for which to view what you're looking at and what you're dealing with on a daily basis. That's it for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoy it and you share it with somebody. Uh, I hope you're back next week for episode number six. Some more good content coming your way. Soul binging. It's a process that's never going to stop. I'm hoping that you just continue it with me maybe this is the first episode you've listened to. If, if so, appreciate your first time listenership taking place right now. And like I said, share it with someone that might need to hear about it. Continue praying. Don't just stop because it gets tough. Um, a good kind of idea that i heard a pastor preach about one time he said that it would be silly to put the weights down in the weight room as soon as they get heavy so when things are going whether they're going your way or not just keep them going and allow your soul to grow in the process that's it for today's episode find us on instagram twitter and facebook soul Bench podcast we will see you on the next one next time Bye bye